Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Out of Point podcast. Hello. Hello Marcus. Um yeah. uh, this is a part continuation. Two. Yeah. This is part 2 part of two. the mental health uh episode that we are doing I guess. Uh since it was a pretty heavy topic so we split it into two. And uh yeah. I guess we have quite a lot pretty long also discussions about it. Yeah. So uh hope you listen to the first part if you haven't. And um and please enjoy this next part I guess. All right, enjoy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's it. Okay, I guess All this right. will take a bit more time to record, but. Uh, have you mentioned your opinions on the decriminalizing of suicide in Singapore? Yeah, I see it's good. <laughs> I yeah, I, yeah, I, guess, I, I don't have much to say about that. It's like, no yeah. good, good, good on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's like a, areas are better. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess it's a shift in how the how we are approaching the thing I guess. Mm-hmm. yeah because as in i think i think that the original intention was the the, the deterrence right that you mentioned yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah the the article is also saying uh society needs to provide help rather than the threat of punishment to survivors I guess since we're talking about well well being, right? Like is there um in terms of well being, I'm reading about how like sleep deprivation affects us also. And how Singapore is uh the third most sleep deprived in 43 cities among a report. But yeah, it's about, not yeah, surprising I, to me. Oh, okay. That Singapore yeah, has yeah, it's not surprising, yeah. Uh, that that Singapore is uh, the third most sleep deprived of forty three cities in a in yeah. a study. Mm-hmm. Oh, super sleep deprived, man! Like in in JC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I slept I, through everything, every single lecture. Yeah, almost. I I think this affects mental health a lot as well. It's like a it's a yeah, yeah, indicator of well being, I guess. Yeah, it's like if your mind can't rest, and then like, how do you expect yourself to? To, to like you know, yeah, you gotta give your mind a break sometimes. Mm-hmm. You think there's not focus on see the deprivation in Singapore? I think people know of the problem, but they don't know what to do about it. I think people are very busy in their lives. Mm-hmm. That they prioritize like waking life over sleeping life, which is understandable, lah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, yeah. it's perfectly understandable. I mean, like if you think about it, when you were a student, you needed you needed to get that project done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you sacrifice your sleeping time, right? Because mm-hmm. you know that this is more this is more important. Yeah. In fact, as a student, I consistently sacrifice my Thursday nights because I know that I can sleep in on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's that was a that was quite bad because that means I would get like very little sleep on Thursday, and then Friday is like a very bad day. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think that that should change? Um. Actually, do you ever foresee a future that 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 people will like sacrifice their work or whatever for sleep? I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's difficult. I guess it's like a personal choice, but not like a societal shift. Yeah. 
I mean, oh. yeah, I don't really know what, what else to say about this topic. Oh, I was going to link it to, I was going to link it to mental health because uh, I feel that mental health indicators are such as sleep, sleep deprivation. Like people don't really see them still like related, but they are, I think they are closely related. Are they? Um, as in like, well-being is like a, such a huge topic that people don't really like associate with. Like, or they don't really know how to define as well. Okay. But uh, I guess when I was reading about tips how to get better mental health or mental wellness, like sleep is important, hydration, like eating. Like, so there are some things, that, or like even showering and like hygiene. So this kind of stuff, like people don't really associate in general with like having good mental health because like, let's say you're depressed, you don't really know how to get out of it. Whereas um, there are a lot of some of these basic, not say basic, but there's some of these like, um, routines in life that could get you more regularity that helps people, I guess. Uh, yeah, so as in, in terms of sleep deprivation, so when I was re- really sleep deprived in JC, and then I felt really like, like lost in life or so, I guess I didn't really see how those two were related, but I guess they were related. Uh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, you're definitely right about that. Yeah. Like how you take care of your, of your, of your body and your mental health. Yeah. I see how you take care of your, of your physical body, right? Like your physical needs. Because in a sense, mm-hmm. sleeping is a physical need, mm-hmm. right? It also reflects in your mental state as well. Yep. That's why like exercising, eating healthy, being healthy in general, like makes you have a healthier state of mind. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're, you're right in the sense that they are correlated in some way, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But, but is this link not very clear to people? Mm. Or do people know this also? They just can't can't do it. I think people know. As in, like there have been, there are there are like articles and stuff that talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like 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 people when people try to get you to exercise, they say, oh, they'll say like exercise helps you produce like uh, endorphins, mm-hmm. sorry, dopamine, and it's, yeah, it's just like good good like good like mind chemicals. Yeah, brain chemicals that like boost your mood and stuff. Mm-hmm. People know it, but like people don't exercise, right? Yeah, people don't. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a different thing, like, It's like people know about it, but it's the same way how you know that certain certain foods are bad for you, but you still eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess related to this kind of is like the article about Singaporeans being the most unhappiest workers in the world. Is uh-huh. that related to mental health also? In the, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it is kind of related. Singapore it, is the, one of the unhappiest who have one, one of the unhappiest workers in the world. Mm-hmm. Let me see, let me pull up that statistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, if I'm not wrong, it's about 48%. Oh. Hmm. I'm reading a different statistic. Uh, oh. a, a study has found that uh, one in two employees are unhappy at their current workplaces and an overwhelming majority of 82% will not recommend their company to a friend. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same statistic. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just generalize it because the statistic exact is 48%. So it's like one in two. Half, I see. Half are unhappy and then 80% are, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, 80% would not recommend. Their company to a friend, yeah. yeah I, I'm not sure it's 80%, but but yeah, majority of them won't, won't recommend. Not, yeah. So I guess it's like a, I guess all of these are related in a, in a like a not say far-fetched way but in some way I guess 
some tangential way they are they are related in terms of mental health, job satisfaction, uh, sleep deprivation. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of big part of people's lives are their jobs, right? Say again. A big part of people's lives are their yeah. jobs. So if you're not happy with a job, then you're not happy with a majority of your life. Mm-hmm. So naturally, you affect your mental health. Mm. I mean, like, yeah, happiness is, is part of your mental well being also. If you're not happy, if you're not happy for majority of the time, then yeah, that's kind of sad. Yeah. I guess it's trying to maintain or strike a healthy life balance, uh, especially for work-related stresses. Yeah, and I, and and like, I say that not being happy for the majority of the time is is, is sad, but that's the reality that some people with mental health face, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they're not happy most of the time. Mm. So you can see you can sort of see that how, how like. Not being happy with your job will lead you down the path like of to have like struggles with your mental well being. Mm. Right. Yeah. And yeah, like, I mean Yeah, that that, that happens uh, as in mm-hmm. like at least one in half of half Singapore's workforce feels happy at their job. Unhappy uh, sorry, unhappy at their job. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's, it's, it's quite a, a shitty life to live, to be honest. I mean, I'm yeah. sure nobody wants to, to be unhappy most of the time. Right? Yeah. They will want to be happy. Mm-hmm. I think that most people strive to be happy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Again, I throw back to our happiness episode. Yeah, really yeah that's what I was thinking that. too. <laughs> Yeah, we discuss we discuss about about what what makes us happier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I think career was once one of the the talking points. Yeah, like job satisfaction. Yeah, like how to find meaning. I'm not sure if we talk about that. I forgot, but I think I think we did. Mm. I've just put up a quote about happiness that I read recently. So um, there's this quote that goes, happiness is either where you are now or nowhere at all. So I guess the quote is trying to suggest that like happiness is like, you, you can't expect to be in, put in a different circumstance than you are now. But even despite your circumstances, you can still be happy, I guess. How do you think people with depression will take that? Mm, I guess depression is different in terms of um, depression is different in terms of the way that people process emotions is it like recently I had some depressive thoughts also so that makes it very difficult to see like the good side of life uh-huh. it's like uh, humans are pretty bad at this I guess psychologically they're quite bad at estimating like how, how good or bad thing, thing is Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. So I guess because of that, that that makes things, and I think depression makes things a lot, makes that a lot worse. Or so. Yeah. So I, I feel like, like, 
me correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the one of the, the, the symptoms of depression is that you feel like unmotivated and mm-hmm. discouraged. Yeah. For apparently no reason, right? Yeah. Like your brain just doesn't that cannot just cannot cannot doesn't have the will to do anything. Mm-hmm. And like you feel sad for no reason. Or like mm-hmm. you feel like upset. Yeah. So so like these are their circumstances, right? So, like, how does a quote like apply to them? Like, I would, I would right? actually say that the quote doesn't apply. As in, I would, I would say that the quote is actually very unhelpful for depression. Not people with depression. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a better way to frame it for that because, um, uh, at the same time, I guess like it's worth reframing the quote for depression or for people with depression. Uh, to a, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like like we can apply these things like like yeah like, like you say like the code doesn't just doesn't apply to them. Yeah, it, it just right? doesn't work. Because, yeah, because like their 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 brain is like differently like has been has been diff- has been like wired Chemic- in a different yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. like oh. the chemical like yeah. imbalances. Chemical right? imbalance. Yeah, yeah. So like like yeah, the, this quote is not for not for people. Yeah, and actually honestly, a lot of um, uh, a lot of these mental health tips also like sometimes they have and sometimes they don't help. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's like uh, at least for those with uh, mental um health issues, like it's worth like trying to figure out what helps at the time and then going for it. I guess because sometimes like they're yeah. applicable and sometimes they're not. Yeah, I think I think mm-hmm. one of the things that that we try to apply like like advice that we can give to like people who are who are like who are not going through any mental health problems like like they're just having a sad day or like a bad day, mm-hmm. and then people with mental health. Or like people without mental health try to take this advice and then I like push them onto people with mental health. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, like 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 a cola, like it's like it's like to a to a person who's not really struggling for mental health, he, he can take the advice and like, okay, okay, I can make the best of my circumstances, you know. Mm-hmm. But someone with mental health, like he he literally cannot do that. Yeah. Because like like he doesn't understand why what, what part of his circumstance is wrong. Like he's not doing anything, but yet like he's still feeling like 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 crap. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bit harder, and, and like if you take the advice and like push them, push them to the other person suffering from mental health, right? Like he cannot do, he cannot do anything with the advice. The advice, so it becomes yeah. quite un- unhelpful. Yeah. yeah, I would say it's actually quite unhelpful for the. Yeah, for maybe detrimental. Because mm-hmm. you're saying like, oh, you know, like I can do it. Why can't you? Then yeah, they start to feel like bad for yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. But for me, I I guess it helped me, because yeah. um I I felt that I was stuck on some issues in the past for example so um like okay let's say this event happened in my life already or it could be like a loss or it could be like a, a episode that i felt very bad like that has already happened um but like this event has already occurred in my life so um for where i am now i guess it's important that i choose or to improve and get like choose happiness already it's, instead of trying to get somewhere out of this because like i can't change the past already i guess Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I guess to contextualize why I mentioned the quote, right? that's why I felt it helped me a bit. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So, as in, in case any of our listeners are wondering if the quote is helpful or not, like if you think about it this way, I think it's helpful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It help. It help like people. Yeah. Like like help like helped you like. Yeah, in different contexts, like my experience this year getting more, uh, or paying more attention to my own mental well being. If you want to share. It's a thing that has to be practiced more in terms of being honest with my own emotions. Because it's like a it's like a thing you practice and get better at instead of suppressing your emotion. Yeah. You have to be honest with my that's I have to uh, before I can acknowledge whatever I'm going through, I have to identify whatever emotions that I'm feeling about it. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is very applicable to 
a lot of our listeners, but I think for myself, because we are kind of transitioning between from NS to university, like this gives us some time to think about what we want to do with our lives. And since we have more time to like work on this kind of stuff, I think it's important that I must have worked on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, now that you mention it, like well, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, am I, am I in tune with my emotions? I can't really say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but you can go. Uh, <laughs> I'm not very good at it, also. Like being in tune with your emotion. Yeah. I, I don't even I don't even think about it to be honest. I mean, like, okay, like thoughts and emotions are different. I feel like like I can hear my thoughts and like, I will question my thoughts, but I won't question my emotions. Maybe mm. I do it unconsciously. I don't actively do it. I don't know. Mm, so, regarding um emotions, I guess, uh, an advice that I got was to be more specific with what emotions that I was feeling, which is quite difficult sometimes because usually, like, you think of emotions as just like, oh, you're happy or you're sad, that kind of thing. So, I think thinking about it, like, um, helps. I think about getting more specific about it helps. So like what intensity of like uh, sadness are you feeling or what intensity of anger are you feeling? Like that put things that puts things into context. Oh, okay. Do you think this is applicable for you or not? Really? Intensity of emotion. Oh, like being more specific with your emotions. Have I tried it? No, I have never tried being okay. specific. So okay. Yeah, Okay, do you think it'll help or do you think it's just one of those things that like do I think it will help? I mean I've never tried it, so I don't know I wouldn't know how to how to be specific about my emotions. Um so I guess I was referring to some of those like emotions charts kind of thing. So is that, uh, is that what on a scale of one to ten? Mm, not really. It's like a it's like a imagine like a tree. Like so it branches out. Like let's say uh the, the initial tree has five branches about happy, sad, angry stressed kind of thing something like that for example then for in terms of happy it can branch out further into maybe you're feeling serene or you're feeling festive or you're feeling um ecstatic that kind of thing whereas for sad you could be feeling uh, depressed i guess you mentioned but you could also be feeling empty or isolated lonely so i guess being more specific with those so yeah if you if you imagine like the um, emotions like branching out from a tree being more to be more specific with it so that helps. I guess it does help me. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, it, I guess it allows me to be more in touch with how I feel or more honest with myself. How, how does it help you? Like, how does being, like knowing the specific emotion you're feeling help you? Mm, I, I was reading this tweet about how uh, before you can acknowledge your emotions, you have to identify it. So uh, I was, uh, I, this helps identifying my emotions. So then you can acknowledge that you're yeah. feeling this way. Yeah. Then how does that help you? I think that after I acknowledge that I feel a particular way, I'm able to distance myself from it more. So I acknowledge that I'm going through this thing, but like it doesn't have to overwhelm me in a way that like I would be overrun with my emotions in the past, I guess. Like, so I guess it's, it takes a lot of practice. Uh, it's, okay, okay. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot um, so it's like, like labeling that emotion so that it doesn't feel overwhelming. Yeah. So as like a, know, you know that yeah. this is what you're yeah. Okay, yeah. Or I'm able to detach myself from the emotion to see that like, okay, I'm going through this right now, but it's okay, I guess. Like, okay. Yeah. I guess it allows it to pass better. But I guess this is the result of me trying to be more honest with myself. That's interesting. Do you have such experiences to share? Uh, 
I mean, I I I I don't like 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 learn seek out like how to how to like identify emotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it just never it never crossed my mind before. Mm. But you know, sometimes I will think like, why am I feeling this way? Why mm-hmm. am I feeling annoyed? Mm. Why why do I feel like annoyed at certain things? Then I'll ask myself this question. Mm-hmm. Then, does it help me? I mean, like if I question myself. Yeah, it's a bit harder, I guess, because like you know, I don't know the exact feeling I'm feeling. Mm. I know I'm vaguely annoyed. <laughs> Certain things people do annoy me. So like, why is that? Or like, mm-hmm. sometimes my my own my own actions like annoy me. Like, oh, I could have done that better. I could have handled that mm-hmm. better. My own decisions like like maybe feel okay. I should have done something else. Mm. I guess in a sense like, like those are the those like my actions like make me feel certain ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. I ask myself, okay, like, why am I feeling this way? Like? Mm-hmm. But like, generally, like, I don't really like identify specific emotions. I know, like, generally, like, I'm feeling positive, or I'm feeling negative, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will question myself, like, like I will question, yeah. like, why am I feeling this way? Yeah. I do you manage to question, like, let's say, is this emotion what you want to feel right now, kind of thing? No, I have never asked myself that question before. Okay. I mean, like, okay, but you know, like, generally, right? If you're feeling a positive emotion, then it's like, yeah, I want to I wanna feel positive. But then if you're feeling negative, then it's like, obviously, I don't want to feel this way. Mm, isn't, yeah. isn't that the case? Yeah, I guess so. But like, I feel that it takes a lot of practice to get to this stage in the first place. Because I feel that when I'm going through a negative emotion, I just get stuck with it. So I don't even get to question, is this emotion helpful for me right now? Or if it's not helpful for me, what direction do I want to work towards? Oh. Yeah. As in, this is uh, some tips that I, re- I got as well, I guess. Okay. But in, even in terms of the happy emotions, like the tips that I got from it was, if I'm feeling a happy emotion, I should try to identify why I'm feeling this way and do more uh, of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, but I guess in the past, I wouldn't even think about this. I, as in, in the past, I'm just like, you're, you're just subject to your emotions completely. But I guess now you're making it such that I'm more... Yeah aware of like why these emotions are happening i guess yeah i mean definitely like, i feel like when i was in jc i, I also was a bit more uh like like yeah like, my emotions would like overwhelm me mm-hmm. now i think i i do stop and ask myself okay like why why am i even thinking of feeling this way in the first place mm-hmm. then it's like yeah that, it's easy to contain now then it's like okay i know i'm feeling this this way because of this 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 mm-hmm. so like yeah like it's easier to like to like tackle your your like emotions and like help you help yourself feel better. Yeah. Sometimes like like it's easier for me to like completely just like switch, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like like okay, this thing this thing annoys me, but like if I really like look into why I'm feeling this way, then like I realize actually it doesn't really matter at all. <laughs> then, then from that from that moment of like annoyance, I actually is like, okay, actually no, it doesn't really matter. So mm. and then I don't, and then I stop I thought I stopped feeling annoyed already. Okay. Like I stop feeling like like angry or whatever. It's like when I when I actually like question myself and I look at the causes, mm. then I realize the causes aren't that big of a deal. Then I stop feeling annoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it's a way that you process. Yeah. Process emotions. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I think like of course I I wasn't always like this lah. Yeah. I, I feel. Like mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, like has to be able to practice this and like be yeah. mindful about your about your own emotions, mm-hmm. and then like be able to, to like, you know, question yourself. 
and identify what causes you to feel certain ways, then you can like yeah. distance yourself from it or like like tackle the issues. Have you had a lot of experience with like mindfulness kind of thing? Because I know that when I'm in the Air Force, like there's a lot of things about there's a lot of talk about mindfulness. But I guess it's like organizational mindfulness. But at the same time, it lets you just like paying attention to yourself, right? Like all your, your thoughts and emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, like there are sometimes that like they had mindfulness coaches come over to talk, like give some random talk. And like it's about how you can like um not say optimize your, your work, but it's about how you can be more mindful in terms of like okay if you're feeling tired or you or you're that makes you aware that you might make more mistakes yes oh yeah or it's also like um there's uh i, I know in, in the air force training command they have this mindfulness wednesdays where they uh, engage some external vendor to come and do some mindfulness exercises like breathing okay yeah so i guess it's interesting that like um even the rsf recognizes that there's some meaning i guess or there's some benefits like in yeah. being in more being more aware i guess of this kind of stuff mm, yeah there's definitely benefits yeah do i personally practice my do you hear about it like in i heard about it but oh, i never okay. like delve too deep into it neither have i like it's just like a thing that i noticed that rsf does so i thought it was kind of cool interesting uh, I mean, it is yeah. only this year that i start to be more conscious about this also because like of a like a positive like uh counseling experience i've kind of brought over like as in when i started this year i kind of committed to myself that like oh actually oh, i've kind of convinced myself that you know counseling doesn't have to be for like sick people necessarily like people who have um like without mental illness diagnoses can also benefit from counseling i guess you don't have yeah. to be broken to go for counseling in fact it doesn't even help to think that people are like broken or not broken mm-hmm. but you should just think about it as like a, a journey towards like more wholesome yeah being able to overcome that that internalized stigma was helpful for so, me you know? so so have you embarked on counseling this year i have and i guess that's why i've gotten more tips i guess okay true sf or yeah it is true sf the sf counseling center is definitely doing something helpful yeah yeah uh, i'm glad they have that that avenue like for people i guess it's a big jump right if you're not great. used to it then there's, there's definitely a big jump yeah because like, you know, like especially in a male-dominated like area like saf where mm-hmm. like, like i mentioned before like, men generally aren't that open to their emotion mm-hmm. and like seeking help from other people is not that 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 open yeah like it's not a, a something that they can easily come to terms with mm. so it's good that yeah there's options yeah and i guess it's good that also that I'm convincing myself and I guess hopefully convincing listeners if there are any that like counseling is not just like everyone can go for counseling and everyone can benefit from it. Is the yeah, I guess I, mean, it's a message. I would say that like even if you that even if you think that your your whatever your situation is not that not as serious, right? It doesn't have to be a serious thing, you know. Mm. Like you could just be like, man, I need someone and I want to talk to someone, just go for counseling. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be that big of a deal in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and there has so, like there's I was also reading some stigmas against counseling. Uh, oh, counseling is for people who don't have friends to talk to, or counseling is one of those last resorts kind of thing. Like it doesn't have to be there also. Yeah. Yeah, because like because a counselor like, is a professional kind of yeah. engagement. Yeah. It's like like your friends don't necessarily give you the best advice, 
Also, yeah. it's just another person that can give you advice, you know. Yeah. And it's like an adult with experience, so definitely mm-hmm. like it's not it's not really like just because you have no friends. It's more like yeah. I like if you think like obviously if you think that your friends currently aren't helping you, then then yeah, lah, seek out other other voices. You, know? you recognize there's room in your life, I guess, for this. So you, I decided to adopt it as well for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, right. In the past, also, I had I just had the impression that like, oh, you can go for counseling by, by just like picking up like reading articles online about how to get better. Oh, uh, like that's like counseling. Yeah, but counseling. but that's not very personal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a difference uh, because yeah. reading an article online versus talking to someone is completely different. Yeah, right. Yeah, in terms of the social aspect, in terms yeah. of how personalized it is, in terms of uh, like the emotional, the emotional engagement you have as well. The articles like they are general, you know, but like mm-hmm. your situation is unique to you, so mm-hmm. people will like, the article cannot adapt to your situation, mm-hmm. but a human being can. Yeah, actually, in fact, I'm thinking about this now in terms of like a math question that I don't know how to solve. Sometimes you just need like a math teacher to like push you in the right direction, then you know how to do the rest yeah. of the of it yourself. So. I guess um, that helps as well. Sometimes you need a professional to, to help. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like counseling isn't that big of a deal, mm. and like, yeah, I'll be repeating lah. But I, I, I just say, I mean, like, yeah, I, I went counseling in J, in JC then, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, yeah, it was a stigma. It was a stigma. Like I feel, I felt it was a stigma, but then mm-hmm. like, uh. It's because I saw I saw a friend, like who who told me that oh, uh, counseling actually, you can just go even mm-hmm. if you don't have any like issues. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, he he told me it's a talk talk session. That's like okay, <laughs> like you, right. know, you know when 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 suddenly like at first because when you first think like counseling is a big deal, mm-hmm. like it's like oh okay like you have to be serious like about it. And then like, I'm not sure if I'm really that serious or like mm-hmm. or, like if I if I really like. Want to go through like so many things, but mm-hmm. then my friend told me he's like talk talk session. It's like okay, it sounds a lot more chill than expected. Mm-hmm. So then I just went. It helped a lot, lah. Mm-hmm. Like it gave me like a more like adult perspective on things. Whereas before that, like you know, if you talk to your friends, like like like, they, they can't really give you a, a perspective that you don't already know. Mm. I feel, right? It's still yeah. from like your your perspective, but like this is an adult. So like you said, it's professional. So mm-hmm. they have experience and they and they know more things than you. So it kind of put like, a lot of my troubles into perspective, like. Yeah. Then I think like from then I became more aware like of my emotions and stuff. Mm. Which is why like I'm able to say now like okay I I start to question my thoughts I start to question my my, my feelings more. Yeah. It's because of the experience. Yeah. Like like yeah. Like putting things into perspective is what I learned most from my JC experience, and probably mm. because I went to talk to this counselor. Yeah, mm. and then she helped me out to like mm. I guess it's a part of growing up and like being more mature. So, but this is a kind yeah, of yeah. emotional maturity that is quite difficult to describe. Also, but just being able to be more aware of these kind of things, I I guess it's something that you didn't know before, and now you know about it. So. That helps you live your life in a more fulfilling way. And like I said, no, like counseling mm. is like it's not that not as serious. Mm. It's a talk talk. That's it. Yeah. If you feel like you want to get something off your chest, and you, like you feel like your friends won't really like be there to help you out, to nice like, like in a way that you want to, right? Then get a professional man. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, 
especially like if you're in JC now and like you're in school, perfect time because like you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. That was one of the big uh <laughs> plus points for me. It's like another barrier is gone, you know. Mm, you don't like have to the, pay for the it. payment, it's right? Then, like the paying, yeah. paying for it. You yeah. go to SCF, it's free also. So mm-hmm. just go uh, ahead. Yeah, I think universities also have that, so for free. Yeah. So yeah, like, so, like, at least there are avenues that are open, right? There are, yeah, which is quite cool, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That again, I feel like it's more more the people's stigma about it than the mm. avenues, because the avenues avenue. has always been yeah. there, but mm-hmm. people's attitudes towards it have changed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't worry yeah. about it. Just go. <laughs> if you want um, to go, talk, mm-hmm. talk to someone. Yeah, and I'm thinking for the counseling also. It's not like a. Uh, like you can help yourself get better at the end of the day as well. It's not like you're there's a reliance on in the end, like usually counseling is to pull, give yeah, you some direction and yeah, you you can push yourself. Like, like, yeah. I said, like like they taught me how to how to be more mindful of my mm. emotions mm-hmm. and like how how I deal with certain stresses. Like, mm. They taught me like, how to put things into perspective. So Yeah. The advice that I got also was about setting a goal and trying to figure out if what you're doing now works you towards the goal or uh, it's not really helping you, then how you can yeah. reframe it to work towards that goal. So it's still very, I guess it's very cool to have uh, that kind of perspective. Since the goal is self-defined, like it's not based on something that society wants or like you some external pressure. Uh, it's like, it's like a, a goal that you set for yourself. So that makes it personal and that makes it more fulfilling also. That you, that's something that you want for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think we can end it, end it soon, right? I don't really have much to say. Yeah. I feel like we covered most of the things. Mm-hmm. Over the course of the two episodes, I guess, we covered uh, how we understand mental health. We started off with... Awareness, mental awareness. A mental, mental health awareness, right? The, the campaign, It's Okay to Reach Out by Health Promotion yeah. Board and how the government is investing money into advertise, advertisements uh, and raising awareness about this. Uh, and then this also, and with the aim of uh, being making conversations around mental health, more normalized, which we think are it is more normalized as well. Like you can talk about it quite openly now, I guess. Uh, whereas, uh, I guess more specifically, uh, there's still a lot of stigma in reaching out for mental health resources because it's different uh, from talking about mental health versus reaching out for mental health resources. It's a personal thing, right? Yeah. So we also talked about how mental health conditions uh, should be viewed in a similar way to physical health conditions, despite the physical symptoms being different or like despite the manifestations of mental health conditions being less visible than physical health conditions also mental health is quite um non like it's quite specific to each individual so it's difficult for people to empathize uh, so people might have good intentions but uh what they say or what they they might not know what to say on how to act oh yeah mm-hmm. uh, we used to talk about singaporeans being the unhappiest workers in the world and how yeah. we are very sleep deprived. Uh, and also how physical, men are con- Yeah. The physical, like, uh, yeah, how our physical well-being has a relation to our mental well-being. Yeah. We talked about how men account for higher suicide rates quite significantly as well. Um, oh, and we deviated on a point about language as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But, I think but, that, that, that took out quite a bit. Uh, yeah, that took out. How, how language, yeah. language frames our mental, like, how how language like has some power over us. Yeah. Or like how 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 it affects the way we deal with sensitive issues, like mental yeah. health. Yeah. And how yeah. like like 
that shouldn't be the case, like, and that, that we should that we shouldn't like try to put more barriers when talking mm. about sen- sensitive issues. Yeah. And that we should and especially if if like if like there's no ill intent from the start, mm-hmm. that we shouldn't censor ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Especially but, when we talk about sensitive issues that they are already very hard to talk about mm. without the censorship. Yeah. But I guess is so this is not to and in terms of the language, uh this is not to discount the people who wish to have specific preferences for language or so. You can't force someone to say something, but yeah. You can, but out of respect, like, I would, you I would can do say so. that. Yeah. You can say that. Oh. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that everyone has to accommodate to your. Mm. To your yeah. 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 I guess that's a, like in general. In yeah, general that's like, like a reality. Who, yeah. 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 J- just so that we don't get cancelled for this kind of. Like, as in, this is not really controversial, love, but like, as in, I'm just saying that there's a balance to strike still. Like, I guess we're still trying to find out this new equilibrium with like language and pronounce even like I guess if we want to bring that in but we didn't really talk about it counseling and stuff right oh yeah we're still talking about counseling yeah. okay but I, I didn't know that away, la, as in, yeah I guess don't um, be afraid to yeah don't be afraid to go and see a counselor and things yeah. like yeah it's, it's pretty chill don't yeah. worry about it it's yeah. free from wherever you are mm-hmm. and I, I think the fact that I, I also brought myself to talk about it helps me be more open about it also it can be a small matter it can be a as in, you don't have to be, like, uh, like completely devastated to have to go for counseling, like, or you don't have to be completely like, yeah, broken. Like, it's like a counseling is healthy for everyone. And having conversation about it helps me normalize it too. Yeah. yeah. So this is the summary for these two episodes. Um, thanks for listening. I guess if you listen attentively to our throughout, uh, hopefully this is encouraging for those who also plan to seek help. I guess, especially if there are people who plan to seek help. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.